You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Faithful and make no mistakes. Again, faithful and makes no mistakes. Okay? You see, this is what the Word says about Daniel, that he was faithful and he makes, made no mistakes. I'll read it to you from the Living Bible. It's Daniel chapter 6, verse 4. They couldn't find anything to criticize. He was faithful and honest and made no mistakes. Daniel, they could not find anything to criticize him because he was faithful, honest, and made no mistakes. You see, when they said this about Daniel, he was older. By this time, I think he was about 82 years old. And he was in one of the key times in his life. Daniel, like us, had many key times in his life. And every time he came into that key time of his life, the characteristics that were needed for the occasion surfaced in him that God had worked in him. I really believe that God has been and is working characteristics in you and me that are there to prepare us for those key times in life. Yes, those characteristics will be there to benefit you on your daily living. They will be there to benefit you in your relationship with others. But I believe also that God works them in you to prepare you for the key times in your life. And here in Daniel chapter 6, we'll start reading. It says, it pleased, verse 1, Darius to set over the kingdom 120 satraps to be over the whole kingdom and over these three governors of whom Daniel was one, that the satraps might give account, we call it MPs, ministers of parliament here in Britain. In America, you can call it senators or you can call it the House of Representatives or so forth. They have different titles in different nations for these kinds of positions that represent different provinces or different states or different counties and so forth. And so there was three governors over these 120 satraps and one of them was Daniel so that the satraps might give account to them, so that the king would not suffer loss. Then, verse 3 of Daniel 6, Then this Daniel distinguished himself above the governors and satraps because an excellent spirit was in him. That is a word to meditate on. The Lord said the same thing about Caleb. Caleb had the Bible says in Numbers 14, I think, he had a different spirit in him. Here, let me just, um, let me see here. Hold on. There it is. Okay. Um, 
Okay, chapter 14, verse 24. But my servant Caleb, because he has a different spirit in him and has followed me fully. In other words, he's been faithful. I will bring him to the land where he went and his descendants shall inherit it. You see, there, one of the great attributes of God's character is the word mercy. It's the first attribute of the five characteristics that God reveals his glory to Moses in Exodus 34. He says, the Lord, merciful, gracious, abound, long-suffering, abounding in goodness and truth. Those five. The word mercy is the word chesed. It's the word steadfast love, loving kindness, unchangeable love, fatherly moving compassion or care, providence, you know, it's steadfast love, faithfulness is what comes out of that word chesed. It all comes out of that one word. Loving kindness comes out of that one word. And Jesus sits on the throne of his grace to give mercy, to give that chesed, to give that steadfast love consistently. And Daniel in his heart, that attribute of God's nature had been developed just like he is seeking to develop it in you and me on a day-to-day basis. Like Paul would say in 1 Corinthians 15, I am what I am by the grace of God, and I labor more abundantly, yet not I, but this grace that's with me. It's the same word, the grace, the mercy. And so Daniel distinguished himself by this spirit, this nature, of faithfulness, of a steadfast spirit, of an unchangeable nature. And yes, he could be punched and punched. And, 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 but that nature stayed consistent. Oh, how I long for this in my life, that my nature stays consistent and that I don't have any contrariness in my spirit or my speech. And look up the word contrariness. You know, I so long for that steadfast love to be perfected in me so that in the key moments of my life, God can employ it for the glory of his name like he did here with Daniel. Can you hear me today? Faithful and made no mistakes is the title of this devotion. So the governors and satraps, um, okay, verse 3. Then this Daniel distinguished himself above the governors and satraps because an excellent spirit was in him and the king gave thought to set him over the whole realm. Right? So the governors and satraps sought to find some charge against Daniel concerning the kingdom, but they could find no charge or fault because he was faithful, nor was there any error or fault found in him. Then these men said, we shall not find any charge against this Daniel unless we find it against him concerning the law of God. Can you see? If we can create a choice between the law of God, between him honoring God or honoring the law of the land, he will choose God. So it's the only way we can get. So they knew the resource of his spirit. They knew the steadfastness of his faithfulness and truth. It came out of his oneness with God, out of him honoring God. Or as the Bible says in Philippians, do all things as unto the Lord without complaining. 
I think it's in chapter 2. Do it as unto the Lord without having a bad attitude is the word complaining. And you know, God wants to make you and me more steadfast in His love, in His faithfulness, in His goodness, in His truth. Meditate on Colossians 3, verse 12 and 13 out of the Amplified. So, listen, they had made up a law that on this one day, nobody could worship anybody but only honor the king. That was the law they had made. And they knew that Daniel prayed every day. And they knew he wouldn't compromise his prayer life. My goodness. So Daniel knew that the writing in verse 10 had been signed, went home, and in the upper room with his window open toward Jerusalem, he knelt down on his knees three times that day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as was his custom since early days. Everybody knew Daniel prays. Everybody knew where his power came from. So they created a situation where you had to choose. Now that is a common strategy of the enemy to bring about a circumstance that forces you and me to have to choose. I want to show you this in a bit of a different way. You know the story that the king had to put Daniel in the lion's den because that was the judgment for those that disobeyed the law. And the king realized what these men had done. They had done to stop Daniel from becoming his representative and putting him over the whole realm. And the Lord preserved Daniel. The Lord stood up for Daniel because Daniel stood up for the Lord. And Daniel, while 82 years old, was being kept by the Lord in that prison, in that, in that lion's den. And none of the lions touched him. There are some amazing pictures you could Google where you see Daniel lying in one of the furs of the, of the lions. And then the king early in the morning came. He couldn't sleep all night. He fasted all night. And he said, Daniel, Daniel, servant of the Most High here. Let me read it to you. Daniel, servant of the living God, verse 20. Has your God whom you serve continually been able to deliver you from the lions? And Daniel said to the king, O king, live forever. My God sent his angel and shut the lion's mouth, so they have not hurt me because I was found innocent before him. And also, O king, I've done no wrong before you. What makes us innocent before God that we have no compromise in whom we will serve? Come on now, dear friends. What makes us innocent before God is that we have no compromise. Yes, the blood of Jesus, but the blood of Jesus does not just pay for the penalty of our sins, but the blood of Jesus cleanses us from doing it again. The blood of Jesus cleanses us from ever living in the failures of the past. What a good thing when you have not just been forgiven by the blood, but cleansed by the blood and that you are innocent before God, not just in that you have been acquitted and made righteous and declared not guilty in His sight, as Romans chapter 3, starting at verse 23, talks about, but that you also have been changed in the heart and in the mind, in the spirit of your heart and mind, and that you're now found faithful. Faithfulness is one of the characteristics of being innocent before God. And here, because he was innocent before God, the, the lions could not touch him. And I believe the Lord wants to do the same for you. But you may say, 
Okay, Pastor. <laughs> I mean, that sounds amazing, but what about if you're, if you're found guilty? What if you're found guilty? What if people, what they say about you, you, you made those mistakes? Then what? Well, right here, we're in John chapter 8, verse 3. The scribes and Pharisees, Gospel of John, chapter 8, verse 3. The scribes and Pharisees brought to him a woman caught in adultery. And when they had sent her, set her in the midst, they said to him, teacher, this woman was caught in adultery in the very act. Now Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned. But what do you say? This they said, testing him that they might have something of which to accuse him. Do you see? Same devil. He is called the accuser of the brethren. My dear friends, I want to live the kind of powerful spirit in the blood and the spirit of Jesus Christ that arrests that accusing spirit that seeks to destroy people. And if he can accuse anyone, he can accuse us all because there's not one of us that has not sinned. All of us stand guilty before God and all of us can stand blameless because of the blood. And they said this to try to have something against Jesus. So here Jesus is in a similar place as Daniel, right? He's in a similar place as Daniel. Daniel knew the law had been made of the Medes and Persians that could not be changed, that anybody worshiping anything else but the king would be cast into the lion's den. And even though he knew that was made, he would not compromise his relationship with God. And as was his custom, he prayed three times that day and they caught him in the very act. And here they brought him before the king and you say, yes, yes, pastor. He was protected from the lion's den because he was innocent. But this woman, she wasn't praying. She was sinning. I agree. I agree. And, and if you were any of the family involved, you would be terribly hurt and offended and extremely angry because what happened was adultery is always terribly offensive. The Bible calls it a violent act of betrayal. Violent act. It is something that causes violence. It causes harm and, and terrible pain. So here, what did Jesus do? Okay, that's the point here. It says in Jesus, in verse 6, stooped down and wrote on the ground with his finger as though he did not hear. So when they continued asking him, he raised himself up and he said to them, he who is without sin among you, let him throw a stone at her first. And again, he stooped down, wrote on the ground. Then those who heard it being convicted by their conscience went out one by one, beginning at the oldest, even to the last. And Jesus was left alone and the woman standing in the midst. When Jesus had raised himself up and saw no one but the woman, he said to her, Woman, where are those accusers of yours? Has no one condemned you? 
And she said, No one, Lord. And Jesus said to her, Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. And Jesus spoke to them again and saying, I am the light of the world, and he who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. You see, Jesus, it says in the book of John, 1 John has, was made manifest to take away our sin. Let me read you that amazing, beautiful verse. Oh, I love these verses. I love this. Um, I love this verse. Here it is. Verse 5 of 1 John chapter 3. And you know that he, Jesus, was manifested to take away our sins, and in him there is no sin. How does he take away sin? By revealing himself in us. The only way, folks, any of us can truly live free from sin is through Jesus Christ. None of us can boast in ourselves. Well, I would never do what they do. None of us. We could say, oh, my goodness, Lord, thank you for keeping me from that. Oh, I see the pain these people go through and the harm because of that failure. Thank you, Lord, for keeping. But we could never say, well, I'm not like them. That kind of arrogance grieves the Holy Spirit, and it so vexes Jesus. He did not save you from sin to become a cruel judge of others. He saved you from sin so you can help other sinners be free. That's what David prayed in Psalm 51. Create in me a clean heart, O God. Restore to me a steadfast spirit and the joy of your salvation so that I may teach transgressors your way and that sinners may be converted to you. You see, it is this incredible grace of Jesus that causes us to have this faithfulness and to not make mistakes. I can only look at myself and say, Lord, I said it to Virginia some years ago. I said, honey, do you see that brother and that brother and that brother? Why not me? Why not me? I've been tempted in the flesh. I've had struggles. Why did I not fall? And Virginia looked at me. She said, I don't know, honey. I don't know, maybe because you get up every morning to pray, maybe, I don't know. All I can say is Jesus kept us. And you know, there is such a sweet, faithful spirit. There's such an incredible grace that can help us not to make mistakes and have that kind of excellence that we see in Daniel. And that is what God works in you. And any of us that has it, cannot look back at our life and say, well, I never made a mistake. No, we can say, you know, the heart you see in me now is none of myself, but it's what God worked in me. The mind you, you see in me now is none of myself, but it's what God worked in me. And oh yeah, I remember his mercies. They have been new to me every morning and his faithfulness is from everlasting. And we talk about ourselves talking about him because what we have in ourselves is him. And that is what makes us faithful and causes us not to make mistakes. Amen. Have a good day.